I want to talk to you today about the assurance that you have that God is your deliverer. My God delivers. He's faithful. The great deliverer. In the Old Testament, the name for God is Jehovah. And you often have this compounded names of Jehovah. Jehovah my healer. Jehovah my provider. Jehovah my salvation. Jehovah my righteousness. Jehovah my shepherd. David uses that compound Jehovah name four times in four different Psalms where he says that God is my deliverer. When his disciples asked Jesus how should we pray, Jesus gave them the model prayer. And in that model prayer, there is this phrase, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Jesus, when he came to Nazareth, he reads from Isaiah, and one of the things he said about his purpose in being here on the earth as our Savior was to set the captives free. God, through Jesus Christ, has the desire and the power to deliver you. He'll deliver you from the power of sin. He can deliver you from the brokenness of this world. He wants to deliver you from the present darkness of evil forces. So you have throughout the Bible all these synonyms like rescue and setting free and releasing to describe the delivering power of God. Peter writes his second letter, so he writes to these Christians. And he tells them about the hope that they have. And Peter tells them that the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials. The Lord knows when you don't. The Lord knows when, when you don't know when. The Lord knows the plan when you don't think there's one. But the Lord always keeps his promise of delivering those who love him. The deliverance might be immediate. It might be imminent. It might be delayed for days or weeks or months or years. It might not happen until you get to heaven. But the Lord will always keep his promise that he'll deliver you. Your hope is in the belief that God knows how and when to deliver you. Isn't it good to know that God is not perplexed or confused by what you're going through right now? That he knows how and when to rescue you as he sees fit? You see, I think part of the problem is, is our expectation. Our expectation when we hear this word deliver is that it means he's going to deliver me right now. So you expect to be rescued from your temptation and have that removed right now. That, that physical or mental brokenness in your world will be mended once and for all. That the present evil forces that are trying to defeat you, that they will be defeated by Jesus once and for all, right? So your expectations for delivery is for an immediate, imminent remedy. And when that doesn't happen, you begin to wonder, maybe God's not going to deliver me. That's why I want to lead you to look in Hebrews chapter 11. Now, Hebrews 11 is known as the great hall of faith. This chapter where story after story is told about God delivering people from generation to generation. You come to verse 33 and 35, he's either run out of ink or time. He says, time, I can't keep going. So he summarizes. And here's what he summarizes about the different ways that God delivers us. We've conquered kingdoms. Justice has been administered. Promises have been obtained. He shut the mouths of lions. He quenched the raging fire. He escaped the sword. There was strength out of their weakness. He delivered them by being the mighty in war. And he raised their dead to resurrection. Now, those are visible, tangible proofs of God's deliverance, isn't it? They encourage us, don't they? 
And if left here, we could all reasonably assume that when God delivers, it's always immediate or imminent. But did you notice I stopped in first part of verse 35 about the women receive their resurrection from the dead. But verse 35 does not end with that statement. That's the first part of it. Nor does this chapter in chapter 11 about the heroes of faith end in verse 35, part A. It continues, doesn't it? Notice what it says following this. There were others that were tortured. Some suffered mocking and flogging, chains and imprisonment, stoned to death, sawn in two, killed by the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, persecuted, and tormented. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. That doesn't sound like deliverance, does it? And yet it is. For the very next part of the verse says, Yet all these, who are the these? The tortured, the mocked, the flogged, the imprisoned, stoned, sawed, killed by the sword, destitute, persecuted, tormented, of whom the Hebrew writer says the world is not worthy. Yet all of these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better so they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. What is the something better? It is deliverance. It is the assurance of eternal life with God. It's the assurance that their sacrifice, their adventure in faith would not be in vain, but would be rewarded with being delivered into the kingdom of God. Your God will deliver you. Now, if you're struggling with this today, you can gain strength and motivation to trust God as your deliverer by reading many of the Psalms that David wrote about my deliverer. I want to look at one in Psalm 18. And just look at a couple of verses to whet your appetite that you'll read the rest of this. Then look up the other Psalms that deal with the deliverance of God as well. But David is hounded. He's hunted. He's weary. He's on the run. King Saul and the army of Saul is pursuing him, looking to kill him. And David writes the following. I love you, Lord. My strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. My shield and salvation. My stronghold. Oh, let David's word in this psalm motivate you today to turn to God to be your deliverer. Maybe you need to be delivered today from fear. Maybe you need to be delivered from your regret and remorse. It might be right now that your family's in an absolute mess. It's war behind those closed doors. When you get out, everything's nice. But behind the closed doors, it's a mess. Maybe you've been crushed by what a friend has done to you or said about you. Maybe you're feeling shame from, being, from cruel abuse or being bullied Maybe you need to be delivered from a negative, poor self-image. Maybe you suffered from prejudice or demeaning indifference. Maybe you need deliverance from the trap of your addiction. Maybe you need deliverance in your finances. Some of you are tired of struggling with your health issue. Some of you are worn out by the continuous conflict at your work. Some of you cannot find the answers you're looking for. Some of you are unduly punishing yourself. Some of you are in great despair what can you do? Trust, love the Lord your God, your strength, your rock, your fortress, your shield, your salvation. Put your trust and hope in him. He wants to deliver you. How do I do that? I pray to him. I go into his word and read what he says about it. I love this image of the lighthouse that describes God as your deliverer. At my lowest, God is my hope. At my darkest, God is my light. At my weakness, God is my strength. At my saddest, God is my comforter. You see, God has the desire and the power to deliver you. 